I have a feeling uh, I might end up back in Bukit Panjang you, because you I wanted right? to buy a yes. flat in Bukit Panjang. Mm. Yeah, 30 years later, the Portscape pop up, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Share my story. Next station, Bukit Panjang All right, guys. Welcome back to episode four. I'm Stella. I'm Dan. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Adi. This is Hope Shirley. Yeah. Shirley who? Shirley. Don't know Shirley who. Hey, this is not old joke already. Yeah. Hey, how is everyone? How has everyone been? Good. 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 I good. mean, still as good as it hands? can be. Yeah, still, <laughs> still washing our hands. Home? Still staying safe. Our hands are. Okay, so today's episode, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the kampong spirit and community Community. Spirit. I love, I love this it. topic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I think this is what is the glue, the gel that makes a place a home. Right? Mm. So I think we're going to dig into a lot of uh, very heartwarming, juicy stories that are being shared at the pop-up. Yeah. yeah, so I think we heard a lot of stories from the community where mm. they really felt that Bukit Panjang is not just another HDB. It's really home to them. So we heard a lot. Mm. I think in the last episode, we kind of uh, heard stories about uh, people who saw the transition from, from early HDB town to current day. But I think in this episode, we're going to listen to more of those stories that they really felt so connected. The people that really make HDB living in Bukit Panjang uh, something they treasure so much. Mm. Shall we hear the stories? Let's just dive in, man. Neighbors-wise, it's very interesting because uh, my, my in-laws stay here too. So we have different culture. So when festives come like Diwali, Hari Raya and all this, we always ensure that we give them food. And if, uh, and now with our new estate, we have all the young, young people. But we still somehow form this very interesting culture that when we go overseas, we buy back something for them or they buy something for us. And uh, when my boy uh, was born and then we, we did this... Um, like we ensure that we always have incense for at least uh, a, a month or, or more. So neighbours, like Chinese locals, they never complain. They were like very cool about it. Neighbours above us, because we stay in 13th floor, neighbours above us, like 14 and 15, they never complain. I think Singaporeans, uh, be it Chinese, Malay, Indian or Eurasian, we learn how to coexist. We normally sometimes we can stand and like chit chat for half an hour to an hour. So we still try to have this culture. We try to keep our doors open and uh, we, we ensure to say hi. And then my, one of my neighbor has a little girl. So we always welcome her to play on the play in the play yard with my son. So, you know, this kind of thing, we still do have it. Hopefully the next generation follows. Uh, try to understand that um, Singapore has this very, very super unique thing that uh, we coexist pretty well. We enjoy each other's culture. Yes, a multicultural society. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a quintessential HDB memory, right? Like you know, uh, like your, your neighbors or better all races playing in the, mm. in the corridor, yeah, right? And then like say, oh, they, they go overseas and brings bring gifts to that yes. Yeah, it's just such a heartwarming story to, to very hear. generous, very giving and very understanding. I love it. When we that all happens. did that when we were young, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Playing catching, the mm-hmm. void deck, yes. mm-hmm. even in the corridor. Yeah, I think this is one policy mm-hmm. that really worked out. This one? The Which multicultural policy? thing. Right, oh, right, right. A good right, right. mix, a good <laughs> they, ratio. They, they yes. always en- try to ensure a good mix in exactly. the HDBs, right? Exactly. It promotes yeah. cultural understanding, right? right. I, I love it. Mm. Mm. I've been staying in Bukit Panjang for 30 years. And the neighbourhood is very friendly because a lot of people all move from Kampong here. So they're all very close. Mm. My primary school classmates, until today we are still here. Yeah, oh my god. So they actually like pan chien together, right? From Kampong. 
into Bukit Panjang. Mm. I love it. So a lot of history as well. Yeah, lor. Can you mm. imagine? And they never left. Yes. <laughs> Until today, they're still there. They moved there. together. <laughs> and then they still As there. a group. I was in the house and buy things. There were a few stores. I was in the house and I was in the house and I was in the house. I was in the house and I was in the house. 走天天走路出去大车走路肥啊走到我要两三个字来走又没有车。You said when she first moved in into Bukit Panjang, there was only one bus mm. that will, will she walks a lot. You know in Bukit Panjang, the early numbers like block 100 series, uh. 200 series, 300 uh. series. So that indicate when the HDB was built in terms of uh. chronological. So oh. like if you live in the the 100 uh, uh, uh. over series. That means you're the earlier one. You're the pioneers. Ah, yeah, and, and this lady told me that a lot of them who used to live in Kampong, uh, they, they have to resettle mm. after their Kampong or their farm were gone, right? Mm. So, so they actually really know each other. So like mm. where we popped up, Bangkit was uh, 256. Oh. That's why we have a lot of them coming by and they ah. could share. They I really see, could I share. See. Mm. And the difference is that they really feel like it's... An extended living room almost. They just mm. come out and then yeah, they yeah. put like, you know. Hey, you, you, me, eh, like that. No yeah, everybody. there's just something different in the air. Uh, when they come out mm. and they just started so to So you like, still feel that kampong spirit happening. Oh, yes, so nice. totally. We have one more story, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's story. listen to that. Nama saya Haja Junaida binti Hussein. Saya tinggal di Bukit Panjang ni. Dah lebih, saya rasa lebih daripada 30 tahun lah. Sebab masa saya anak dara, duduk dengan mak dah berapa tahun. Lepas tu, duduk sendiri, rumah sendiri daripada tahun 95 sampai sekarang. Agaknya dah berapa tahun? 20, 20 lebih ada eh? Ah, 20 lebih, 20 lebih lah. Jadi dengan maknya dah 30 tahun lah dia lah. Daerah Bukit Panjang, daripada Bukit Panjang ni dengan mak. Flat yang baru naik tau, baru pindah. Ah, sam, ah, tapi sebelum tu saya kahwin, saya keluar lah sekejap duduk Clementi. Tapi duduk Bukit Panjang aja sini. 20 lebih tahun lah saya sendiri, rumah sendiri. Entahlah eh, mungkin daripada dulu memang kita dah ke sini semua macam orang-orang kampung. Kita yang sama-sama pindah semua ikut pindah Bukit Panjang. Jadi kita ingat macam ah, kita punya silaturahmi tu masih ada lagi lah sampai sekarang. Walaupun orang dah umur-umur, even kawan saya yang pindah kat luar, duduk luar pun sekarang dah pindah Bukit Panjang. Jadi dah dekat dengan kita kan. Nak ikut kan almost every day. Ah, hari-hari memang nanti tu jumpa kawan, lepak duduk minum kopi. Jadi kawan-kawan tu memang kan nanti baru kita balik ah 10 setengah 11 kita meet time balik ah. Ah, yalah saya rasa kalau diberi pilihan kalau untuk saya nak keluar daripada sini pun saya rasa taklah saya tetap buka bukit panjang even tu kalau tak tahulah besok-besok kalau saya tak duduk situ dua rumah anak-anak dah keluar. Saya tetap cari rumah yang kecil pun dekat bukit panjang kalau boleh. Is that event going on in the background? <laughs> so, uh, Actually, yes. So <laughs> when we were recording this story uh, during the pop-up, there was a performance and the performance was of this um, like collection of stories as well, coincidentally. Oh. Uh, because this is part of Arts in Your Neighbourhood program at NAC, I see, right? I see. So there was a performance going on and the character was of a Karanguri oh. uncle. So that's why you hear all the claps and, 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 and all that happened. I see. But Adip, can you please help? Please translate. Please translate, Adip. <laughs> okay, few key points are somewhere in the TLDR version. Uh. She lived there for over 30 years. Since she was a teenager and she lived in her mother's house. Yeah, so she, she moved out to Clementi for a while, but she felt so connected, so she came back, right? And she's living there for 20 plus years. And then when we asked her, like, oh, what's so special about Bukit Panjang? She was like, yeah, because all these people from the Kampo moved here, there's a very strong sense of community. And she was sharing that 
she comes to Bangkit almost every day. We had to lay out with her friends, have coffee, and hang out until like after market, right? Until 11 a.m. Then they all go home together. And her last bit, but it's not very dramatic. She was like, "Our uh, facilitator asked her, lah, right? Like, hey, uh, oh, what do you have any last thoughts about Phuket Panjang before we end the interview?" And she said that she loved the place so much. If given a chance to move, she thinks she would still find a smaller place in Phuket Panjang, like downgrade HDB to a smaller place. And she even thinks that maybe she'll just live in Phuket Panjang all the way to her last days. Wow, yeah, very dramatic, but. That is the sense of connection that she has to Bukit Panjang, and a sense of belonging as well. Like she belongs there. Yeah. So yes. it's about the kampung spirit, right? Yes. I think that's how you feel like you belong to somewhere. I think ah, uh, no matter how developed a neighborhood is, how many amenities cinema you have, mm. right? If there is no like this relationship with other people, mm. no connection mm. to to. I mean, it doesn't even have to be like you know the person so well, but it can be like this same uncle that you see. Every single week, mm. week in and week out at the hawker center, mm. you know, hawker center selling the same food. Yep. I think that's the kind of connection that keeps you wanting to be, you know, in the to live continue to live in the same place, like mm. your favorite mm. chicken wing stall, favorite exactly. chicken rice stall, and mm. like the auntie said, right? In you know, it does not matter how big your place is. It does not matter how like you know whether it's a private or a public mm. space that you live in. But at the end of the day, it really is about. How comfortable yes. do you feel in a particular place? And it's not so much okay lah. Um, what we always describe as the hardware, right? It's no no longer just the facilities mm. Mm. that counts, but it's really about mm. the interaction. Mm. Yeah. So what I find interesting is that you know nowadays they always sell condominiums, right? And mm. they always sell the amenities. Correct. But then <laughs> I think if you were to interview people nowadays who live in a condo and they don't have that kind of kampong spirit among them, I think. Uh, they, they probably don't have that kind of loyalty to where they live. Mm. As compared to someone who, like you said, right? Like lives yeah. somewhere, like a small house, but then has a lot of connections with the, the community around mm. her. Isn't it interesting as well? Because right now, at this point in time, COVID mm. is happening, right? And we are told to stay at home for safety. And we should stay at home. But this also just shows that how socially connected we are. Mm. And think how much it. we need to be socially connected. Yes, in a way, because it is so like in, you know, it's, it's like you don't even think twice about how many times you actually go out. And during the two weekends when we were in Bukit Panjang, that's what people are telling us. Oh, I come here like every day, drink my kopi, mm. you know, do my marketing. It's a daily, it almost become habitual. Mm. So it also shows that People do relate to one another more so than just going in to buy something, you know, and things like that. It's, it's that relationship. Exactly. They know the person that they're buying things mm. from. They they share mm. coffee together. Mm. There's like you know banter and mm. things yeah. like that. I think it's yeah. the sense of like familiarity. Right? Exactly. Mm. People you see every day. Yeah, it's like knowing a place about. at the back of your hand. Yeah, and that is what that conjures the feeling of comfort. Yeah, it's like comfort why? food and a comfort space, right? Yeah. So, you know, when I talk to my grandma, right, we sometimes joke with her and say, oh, you know, what if we upgrade to a bigger place and we move out of... Um, she stays in Ishun. Mm. She die, die also don't want. <laughs> because she said, I don't want. Because all my friends are in the market, at the wet market, you know. She mm. will sometimes spend up to two hours talking to her old pals. Mm. You know, it's a sense of belonging. And I, I think Becky mm. was saying about how when you sell a condominium, you're like selling the features. Yeah. But I think it's not the features that make a place a, a home. It Correct. is the outcome. And the outcome is a sense of familiarity, mm. a sense of comfort, mm. and a sense of belonging. Mm. Those are the things that you cannot mm. replace when you upgrade yeah. to a bigger, flasher condominium or flat. Or, you know? Yeah. Mm. And sometimes we 
we kind of forget, right, that, oh, this only happens if you lived in a place long enough. But I don't think so. I mean, we've seen also when we were around, uh, people who kind of just move in a few years. And then I remember in episode one, you mentioned that there's actually a lot of uh, expect yes. living in Bukit Young Panjang. families. Young families, mm. right, who, who have moved in. Mm. Um, so this is interesting because it's not one... Uh, it's not a linear narrative exactly. that, that you have to stay in a place mm. for you know X number of years to be able to feel that. But I no. think that that's what uh, makes uh, Bukit Panjang Bukit Panjang. It has this very special kampong spirit. The vibe is in the air mm. kind of thing. So even if you're someone who just literally just moved in for yes. one or two years, you feel it quite strongly. You mm-hmm. know, it's like this is a very friendly, embracing kampong spirit kind of neighborhood. We talked about you. If ex- you have interviewed um, and spoken to a lot of people who have been in Bukit Panjang for a very, very long time, right? Thirty years. Yeah. So, mm. do you, do you oh know um, out of the, all the people you interviewed, mm. who who is, who is the person that has lived there the longest? Uh, do you know? Uh, well, longest. Yeah. Longest. I'm not sure, but I remember speaking to a lady, and she was the one that told me she's lived over thirty years. Mm. So I've been living here since I. I can't really remember, maybe three years old or something. So I moved from Tekwai to here. So my parents bought a flat over here and I'm eligible to buy my own flat now, but I wish to stay nearby. Lah. Even my brother has bought a flat nearby after he got married. So yeah, we are still Bukit Panjang people all the while. Lah. Bukit Panjang people. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And I love that, you know, you just want to stay where you are, like where your parents are, your grandparents are. It's intergenerational, yeah. you know. It feels it's the comfort, it just trickles down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not what we say one. This one we really hear from the people. Eh? I yes. feel like making a yeah. t-shirt, you know, like the Bukit Panjang, Panjang people. people. <laughs> yeah, Panjang people. Hi, my name is Julie Ng. I've been staying since uh, 1997. Wow, that's a lot of years, right? Yeah, when I first came in, it's really... I said, did I choose the wrong place? <laughs> then later, wow, a lot of strangers coming, coming in. Wow, that's I'm very happy. So I told my husband, I told my friend, you see? Look at my, look at here. Wow, so airy. Yeah, I said, yeah. It's good. And a lot of facilities. Wow, you can go, you can choose your shopping centre. Helium, Bukit Panjang. Greenwich, whatever. So it's so convenient. And especially in my place, there's one Greenwich shopping centre. Wow, just downstairs, I can see. Wow, wow. auntie very happy. <laughs> yeah, right. Auntie we had an ambassador right? number two. You know, wow. she was going like, wow, wow, wow. A few times in her. <laughs> right. No, I like this story because she started off being doubtful. Like, oh my God, did I move into the wrong place? And then later she was like, huh, you see, now got helium, got this, got that, you know, got downstairs, got shopping mall. Yeah, in everyone you were telling us as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now that you have to move out, you go like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really has everything there at the back of their hand. Before this, nobody ever had a chance to hear all this story. Yes. Right? So mm, now that we're yeah. collecting them, we're asking people to share we find out that, eh, there's actually a lot of sense of belonging. And that is very yeah. inspiring, huh? right? To know yeah. that other people yeah. have a deep sense of belonging. And then we start to question ourselves, eh, do I have this sense of belonging? Do you? Do I? I have, but I'm moving out. <laughs> Move out already. Move out of Bukit Panjang already. Yeah. yeah. So you go and explore other places first. Yes, and then yes. you might be like, you know, you come back again. La. You can always yeah, come back like again. Yeah, like some of the people you interviewed, right? They went away. They went Clementi right. or whatever. Then, then later, they, they come back. They gravitate mm. back to the old place. Yeah. I have a feeling yeah. uh, I might end up back in Bukit Panjang. You, because you I wanted right? to buy a yes. flat in Bukit Panjang. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 
30 years later, the portscape pop up, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Share my story. Uh, yeah, at first, uh, I move out, uh, then I move back again. Yeah. We have one more story, right? Yeah, let's listen to the clip. My name is Dr. Teo Hopin. I'm the MP for Bukit Panjang. Right, I've been here for the last 24 years, not as the MP. So actually, over the last 24 years, we've seen a transformation of Bukit Panjang. I've, my vision for Bukit Panjang is always to, uh, to make it into a very vibrant uh, community and a very good quality environment for our residents to actually age in Bukit Panjang. So I think to age gracefully, successfully in Bukit Panjang is my dream. Over the years, I've been encouraging them, say, when your children, when they get married, you know, encourage them to stay around here also, so they can you know, be together with you. So quite a number of residents have their children not staying nearby. No, I think that is where the families can come together. So we want Bukit Panjang to be really a role model in terms of encouraging residents to actually age here. We call it to be active, to be healthy and to be happy. That's a beautiful wow. vision. Eh? Mm. And actually, now, now I understand why we're starting this portscape, right? With mm. Bukit Panjang. Mm. Because it's an aging estate, it's mm-hmm. a very mature estate, right? Mm. So there are tons of stories. Yes. Um, as compared to maybe the newer estates, like maybe yes. Sengkang, for example, mm. you don't get that richness of the stories mm. yet. Mm. I'm sure over time, mm. stories will accumulate. Mm. So just out of curiosity, what town do you all think you all will retire in or age in? I think for me, right, yeah. I have a lot of nostalgia about Bukit Panjang, right? Mm. So just now I was saying, oh, maybe I might end up there. Um, but then I also think that it's important to retire near your family and friends. Mm. You know, like how sometimes, right, your friends and family tend to be the one, they, they tend to live nearby. Mm. And I think that's very helpful. You can help each other with stuff. Convenience, logistics. Yes. Yeah, you can yep. meet up more often. Yes. And yep. it, it kind of feels like your own little kampong. Yeah. And yes. that's what I have mm. now living in Upper Thompson. Mm. Because my family and friends, they are all like kind of in Bukit. Uh, sorry. They're kind of like in the, the <laughs> surrounding area, like Amokyo, mm. Topayo, mm. Upper Thompson. Mm. Yeah. It's the support network. Support network. Yeah. yeah. And so, requires proximity. Correct. So if you ask me like where I want to retire, mm. I would think ideally it would be where my family and loved ones mm. and friends are mm. nearby. Mm. This intergenerational living, right? Yes. Like I, I would think like so long. Because yeah. like we say, it's the people that make the community. Yes. And it's a support network, I feel. Mm. Mm. What about you then? For me, right, I think um, putting aside the support network, right, I think I'm still exploring where's a good place or in Singapore for me. Um, and I haven't really decided which is going to be my forever home. Mm, yeah. I think I'm still in the exploration kind of uh, phase right now. Mm. But I think when I find a place that I feel like this is it, this is going to be my forever home, I will know, it will click. Mm. Yes. So that hasn't really happened yet. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, during the, the two weeks, besides just recording stories, we also had another activity mm. that took place uh, in our Podscape pop-up. Mm. And it's called A Love Letter to Bukit Panjang. Mm. So, what we did was, mm. uh, it was an activity that we encouraged the residents and, and we engaged them mm. and, and asked them to write love letter to, you know, Bukit Panjang. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, just see, oh, just go nice. free flow. Okay, so this is someone who has lived only one year in Bukit Panjang. Okay, so he said, uh, I love visiting Chenghua Nature Park in Bukit Panjang with my daughter and grandchildren. This is a treasured family bonding time as I play with my grandchildren around the playgrounds and swings in the park. Wow. And then this one is from an auntie um, who has been in, um, living in Bukit Panjang for 30 years. And she said, 
I've stayed in Bukit Panjang for 30 years and I cannot imagine living anywhere else. I stayed in another town for a while, but even then, I find myself always returning to Bangkit so I can park with my friends. Nothing can replace the community I have in Bukit Panjang. Oh, <laughs> oh I have to tell you about this one because we thought that it was like quite funny. Uh, one of the, the younger actually residents, uh, she didn't live in Bukit Panjang for too long, about five years. But what she told us was, my son's first words were LRT. Oh, M <laughs> From young, we would bring him to take the LRT to, bu- to Bangkit and he developed a fascination for trains. So we would explain to him that this is the LRT. And one day, he just said that to us. It was not Papa, Mama, mm. but LRT. Wow. And to today, his favourite toy is a train. And he gets the most excited when we visit Bangkit. It's so cute. How, it's so cute. <laughs> all, a lot of people have memories. Yeah, of it the seems LRT. like it's a common narrative, right? The LRT is a big thing. No, because they were one of the early towns to get the LRT. Mm, right? That's a special thing. Yes, yes. Okay, so this next story is from someone who lived in Bukit Panjang for about three to four years. I moved to a BTO in Bukit Panjang after getting married to stay near my mother and, my, and for my children to have a connection to their grandparents. Bukit Panjang is a place with Ren Xing Wei, where you can find a mix of different generations. The neighbourhood has a kampong feel, especially in Bangkit, where you can experience the down-to-earth heartlands. Mm. Wow, all these love letters. Ooh, yeah. Lovely, lovely. So have you ever written a love letter to your neighbourhood? No. <laughs> no, I, I, I have not. OMG, I have not actually. Guilty as charged. We would like to invite you. Please wow. write a love letter to Bukit Panjang tonight and then send it to us. We will post it on our social media. Okay, so I think we really shared a lot of very, very beautiful uh, stories today mm. in today's episode. Mm. So thank you for, uh, so much for listening in. Um, and I think we really want to thank the community. Totally. For mm. coming down, sharing yes. the story so openly. Mm. Yeah. It, is, it is interesting. We're talking about a kampong spirit and togetherness, right? Mm. But right now, the best thing we can do together to keep <laughs> each other safe, one another safe, is to stay apart. Yes. And stay at home. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think it will make the reunion even more sweet. Yes. When we can eventually like, hang out. OMG, <laughs> right? Even the introverts will want to hang out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> alright, so um, next episode, just a little bit of a teaser about what's going to come. Uh, oh. We're going to talk all about nature. Yes, I love it. Yes. Do you know that Bukit Panjang has the largest number of community gardens in Singapore? Stay tuned to find mm. out more. About the greens of Bukit Panjang. So if you love our podcast so far, please help to share with your friends mm-hmm. who you think might love it as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So you can find us on Spotify mm-hmm. and look up Podscape mm-hmm. by Shophouse & Co. Mm-hmm. Or follow us at Shophouse Co. on social media pages. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we will be back, right? We still got two more episodes. Yes. See you in the next episode. Okay, see guys. You. Okay, bye. 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 Thank you.